Baptism is truly one of the greatest joys that, as a priest, I get to take part in. There's nothing quite like it. Whether it's an infant, whether it's an adult, it doesn't matter. But it's always good to do it in a situation like this where it's not an emergency and don't have to lunch. But the beauty of it is so clear in the light itself. And one of the things that we've lost in the more modern church is that sense of learning our faith from the rituals and rites involved. In the old school, which we do here, there is so much more than just question and answer the parents and godparents and pouring the water over the baby's head. There are exorcisms involved. There's other prayers involved. The blessing of the water at the font is much, much more involved than just waving your hands on the cross over the water. All of this shows us the presence of Christ. From the Paschal candle, which symbolizes victory of, over, of life over death, Christ's victory over the tomb, and his constant presence among us. With the oils used in the water, oil of catechism, oil of chrism, because during the baptisms, our new family member will be anointed with oil. But baptism itself, is very misunderstood in our world today, even within the church. They've taken what Christ instituted and turned it into something it isn't. It is not a mere incorporating of someone into the community, not just a welcoming ceremony, not just saying, okay, uh, you're now part of the community. That's a very small part of it. But what baptism does is it takes the baby, or the adult in this case, the very young baby, and takes them out of the family of the world and adopts them into the very family of God himself. It takes what they used to call a pagan baby, which, by the way, is why their exorcism is called, and brings them out of darkness into the light of Christ. The stain of original sin is washed away. The soul is regenerated. Not remade, remade, but regenerated and cleansed. Because every human soul, with the exception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, after Adam and Eve, was born the stain. That stain of original sin, which leads us to into temptation, which is something we must overcome. And can be overcome with the help of God's grace. Again, that's another problem in our world, the denial of original sin. Denial of any sin. But original sin is a truth of our faith. That we are all born with it. And it's pure, not cured, but transformed by the grace of the sacrament, by the power of Christ. It is here we are adopted into this family. It is here that the Christian life truly begins. This isn't an end. This is a beginning. This is the doorway into the life of Christ. And without the sacrament of baptism, there is no salvation. 
one of the truly beautiful things. I wish we had the eyes of the angels when we do a baptism, or the eyes of God. Because if we could see Graceland's soul after this, immediately after, the light would be so brilliant we couldn't stand it. Remember the transfiguration where our Lord was transformed and it was so bright the apostles couldn't stand it? Similar to what is happening here. And just as our Lord in the baptism, just as God the Father spoke at the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan, Behold, my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, listen to me. At each baptism, the skies part, the voice of the Father thunders, maybe literally today, that uh, behold my beloved in whom I will please. That's what this sacrament does. It makes, it gives us the ability to be pleasing in God's sight. Without baptism, we are under the territory and dominion of the devil. We are not his family, we are not his friends, we are not his children until we are baptized. That's the importance of what we do today. And why I say it's not an end, but a beginning. Because as we will say in exchange during the rite, she used to be taught the faith. We kept that white garment kept spotless and clean. So when we all, we all, one thing we all will have in common is we'll all stand before the judgment seat of our Lord. And we need to have that God garment to spotless people. There's nothing impure enters heaven. But this sacrament, this entrance into the life, the death, and resurrection of our Lord is what opens for us the possibility of salvation. Why I say it's such a joy. Because after this, the gates of heaven will open for your God. And as long as she keeps the faith, as long as she loves and serves the Lord and her neighbor as herself, she keeps that garment clean, either through avoiding sin or repentance and that in confession. She will be ready to be with him forever in the Lord Jesus. Hopefully not for a very long time, after a long, happy, healthy life. But it's always good for us to remember that if anything, God forbid anything were to happen, she goes straight to heaven. So that's the key to being in a state of grace. For living your baptismal promises where we formally renounce and reject the devil and all his pomps and circumstances and all the glamour of evil and choose to obey Christ. For he told us, you are my friends, if you do what I command. That's where parents, godparents, you will be so vital in this eternal life of this beautiful little baby. Teach your right from wrong. Teach your commandment, teach her how to love God and to be loved by Him. It's a beautiful thing that you have with a lot of responsibility. 
know that my prayers are with you. And as time goes on, if I can use any assistance, I'm a phone call away. But for our little one, in just a moment, we will begin to write in the back. Um, and a brief note, when we start in the back, I have to take off my white vestment and put on the purple stole. The purple stole is a symbol of penance, and it's also what is used during exorcism uh, because of its symbol of purification. And then once all that's done, we're back up here, I've switched into the white, the white of purity and joy for welcoming little Raymond into the family of God. 